welcome to the Love City Arts Podcast. I'm Andre in the Flow. I wanted to create a space where artists could come together and encourage all of humanity through the arts. So welcome to that space. For more information, to follow my journey and the journey of all of our artists, visit andreintheflow.com and lovecityarts.org. Please enjoy today's episode and thanks for listening. Hi there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Love City Live. So glad to have everybody joining us from all over the country. We're going to give a few minutes, and by we, I mean me and Maggie Beltran. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to give um, everyone an opportunity to come on in. Uh, I'm going to go out here into Facebook land and let people know that we are live. I always do that every week. And I'll tag you in this as well, Miss Maggie. Maggie is joining us this week from sunny California, right? Mm-hmm. And being a true loving Love City artist, she jumped right out of work into the car so at least you at least you didn't have to jump into traffic <laughs> because i heard i'm using this to avoid the traffic okay good good good, good. <laughs> sounds like a good plan um let's see where oh there we are right there okay so i'm gonna go over here and for all of you viewers who are coming into the space um feel free to also um, share this with all of your friends and family. Say we're live. Here, put a little stars behind it. Share. Um, where else do I want to share? Um, and I guess I'll share over here too and just say we're live. For those of you who've never been here before, this is Love City Live. We're going to create space every week for artists to come together and share their stories, especially my internet faves like Maggie Beltran, um, and just talk about the things that matter to real artists and what we're going through from week to week, um, and just kind of grow this tribe of really, really awesome human beings. Um, I've got some show notes here, just that I always do at the beginning of these lives. Love City Arts uh, Collective is an all-inclusive, that means everybody, art service organization. Um, the collective is also an artistic home to New York City-based artists, including um, Maggie's out in L.A., so L.A. artists as well. These artists seek to give their gifts back to the community in the service of love. They make music, share resources through workshops, classes, blog posts, podcasts, giveaways, and community organizing. Um, so we thank everybody for um, uh, for supporting Love City Arts. And they also gather to hold space and build community through music, art, and the spoken word. And our mission is to heal and empower artists and the community through renewal and transformation. So hopefully something that you hear from Maggie tonight or maybe either from other people who are viewing here uh, will strike a chord within you and hopefully you'll feel less alone along your creative path. That's what we're here for. Uh, in my show notes here, I have that I started Love City Arts two years ago to create spaces where creatives and non-creatives, although I believe that everyone is a creative, 
uh, can circle up, find love, support, and camaraderie. When I first came to New York City about six or seven years ago, I used to sit at the house wondering where my tribe was. And, you know, sometimes as an adult, it isn't as easy to make friends as we did in the sandboxes as kids. You know, Maggie, like, it was as easy as us going like, hey, you want to be my friend? And then the person said, yeah. And then you played for hours on the playground and you came back next week and did the same. It's a little different when you're an adult and you learn how, you know, you learn how to put on a shell. So for those of you who may um, have a shell, because life can sometimes make us hard, Love City is here to let you know you're not alone and that you'll always have community. And I say here, we're not alone on our quest. And so um, if you're here um, for the first time or if you're a return um, participant in these Love City Lives, please feel free to give me a thumbs up or a fist or, you know, the praise hands whatever you want to use um, to let us know that you're that you're in the space. Um, we've got two viewers now, so just comment in the comment section if you'd like and let us know who you are and where you are watching from. Um, this is a live online space, so anything can happen here, but it's all going to happen with love. And also feel free to jump in and ask questions of Maggie or myself as we go through this evening. Um, like I said, all love, all support all community. Kim Dacus Wilson is on the main line. That's one of our board members. She's watching from out of Chicago this week. So we've got that one audience member. And Maggie, as I told you when I when I uh, was inviting you on, this is a really chill space. So we're just going to flow. Okay. We're just going to flop. All right. That's enough of my spiel and my talking um, for one night. Um, Maggie, who are you? What are you about? What brings you into the Love City Live space? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, the heavy question. Like, uh, and you don't have to tell me about um, what you do as a profession. You could tell me just who you are as a human being on the planet. Well, me as a human being is a planet on a planet. <laughs> on a planet, with the planet, beside the planet. <laughs> um, I'm just like your best friend. I just want to be everyone's best friend. Everyone. Okay at some point everybody just kind of like needs someone just to have fun with at some point you know and it's like it's it's always like we always feel like oh we need somebody we need somebody we need somebody but now we need to give ourselves to somebody you know it's the most fulfilling feeling in the world and that's really what I'm about yeah, so you're saying that like that where whereas everybody's trying to like take 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 and they're doing like the what about me? What about Marsha? You know, yeah, uh, like like you want to be a giver mm -hmm. in the world. And okay, so what does friendship mean for you? Um, I'm already starting off the rails um, because you know we have you know five thousand followers, five thousand friends, ten thousand likes, all of these you know. Uh, internet versions of friendship, what does it mean for you when you say that you want to be the world's best friend? Well, the truth is, it's like whether you're on the internet or whether you're at my job or you're just at the coffee shop and you need an extra dollar, like we're all just people, you know? And what it means to be a friend to me is that it's like you're that kind person in the moment. Whether you've been that kind person for six years or you've been that kind person for two minutes. Mm, and I mm. feel like we expect a lot of that of our friends sometimes. 
like I've learned this a lot, like just growing up, like becoming an adult, like in high school, I like expected to have this large group of friends that are always with me all the time. And we're together as friends forever for our entire life. And our kids are friends and all of that. Like, that's cool. Like a lot of people haven't, that's wonderful. But for me, like someone who's just traveled all their life, being a friend is being that kind person in the moment. Yeah. 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 And that, well, I mean, that's, if you, if that's your only goal for the entire day, then you're set up to be in a good spot. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you, if you put your feet on the floor and your one and only goal is just to be a kind, decent human being, you're already leaps and bounds ahead of what some other people are selling on the planet. Where do you think that comes from for you? I think it really comes with, like, for me, it's just my life experience. I've been, like, all, I feel like I've lived all nine lives in one life. Mm. Why, <laughs> why do you say that? What, what, tell, tell me about the second and the third life. <laughs> I mean, the first life was me just being me. My second, like, I've switched high schools, like, three times. I've I've moved away to college. I traveled as a figure skater. I became yeah, I a musician that. on my own. Yeah, I was a figure skater for eight years. Um, like, a, like a figure skater, like a triple sow cow type of figure skater? Yeah, I won nationals in Colorado when I was, like, 12. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's one life. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and then I went to college, and then I left college, and I went back home. Then I went to L.A., and it's like, I switched jobs so many times out here. It's just that, like, I'm always on the move, and it's always, like, a whole new different experience. I mean, I was the athletic girl. I was the girl in drama and theater. I was the musician. You know, I really feel like I've gained perspective from everybody's side. I've mm. been I've been the hurt person. I've been the person helping the hurt person, you know. Mm. What do you think being being the hurt person and being the person who hurts someone? What do you what do you think that teaches us? Because I think that everybody who's viewing um, can can feel that. I mean, that I can feel that for sure. Yeah. Well, when you're the hurt person, you you become a little selfish. And in you kind of you're just in such a negative spot that you just start to think negatively about around about like everyone around you. Like, why are they not helping me? I need help. But like you're almost you're trapping yourself. But then once you become the person that's helping the hurt person, you're just like, why was I trapping myself like that? Yeah. I I could just hit up my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I try to ask myself and I'm not perfected in this, but I try to ask myself in moments of deep despair, like, what can I give right now? Because I don't know about you, like sometimes just, just showing up and volunteering, giving, calling someone and asking like, how can I support you today? Like that, <laughs> that kind of starts to renew your energy and renew your spirit. Right. Oh, totally. Cool, cool. So, you, so you were a figure skater. Um, you traveled all over the place, all of these different high schools, college experience, moving from state to state, and all of this has led you to a part of yourself being an artist in the world. Tell me about what you're doing creatively and artistically in the world. Currently, I am starting this new project called Girl. It's called Ghost in Real Life, 
And what I'm doing with that is kind of like pro-feminism, but feminism in a, in a sense where it's like feminism for everybody. Like I've heard, I've seen so many Facebook posts or just friends saying stuff that like men need feminism too. And, you know, there's just so much human right activism, like in feminism and what I, where I got the idea from girl for ghost in real life, where, where that kind of hit me was when somebody calls you a girl, they're kind of demeaning you in a way they're, they're making you feel invisible Mm. Because of the way that girls are viewed in our society and in the world view. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when someone calls you, like, when someone says, oh, you throw like a girl, Mm. they're making you invisible. You know, you become that ghost. Become that ghost. Um, Can you tell us about a time when you felt like a ghost? Oh, that got you. (laughs) Uh, (sighs) Oh. (laughs) I would say the most recent experience, I was at a job where I was completely unappreciated. I was constantly trying to show my talents and my boss just could not think of anything positive I ever did for that job. And I have never felt more invisible in my entire life. And it was Mm -hmm. awful. And I don't want people to feel like that. You know, yeah, that feel invisible, um, feel lacking in appreciation towards them, feeling like they don't matter. Yeah, like I was basically a ghost at that job. I was going in doing my duties, and then people worry. Like my boss, it's like she was almost scared of me, or like, like mistreating me as if I just wasn't even there. Wow, mattered. So what is your girl project trying to bring that's different than the the everyday worldview? Well, often that I find with artists, and this is just my perspective, I could be, I'm not saying like everybody, when artists are promoting their own stuff, they're just like, me, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It's all about my song. Here's my song. Listen to my song. And and that's cool. Like, good for you for putting yourself out there like that. But I really want Girl to be that artist that takes in everybody. And that it's like, it's an, it's an everybody's thing. It's like everybody's girl, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 I, it's still in the works. And there's still some things that I'm in kinks that I'm working out. But it's not just about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, um, for those of you who are viewing, who aren't familiar with Maggie's work, she is an awesome EDM, which stands for electric help me dance music, electronic dance music. She's both an <laughs> artist and producer of this work. Um, and so you're funneling girl, the project through, through that type of music. Or are you, are you yes. switching it up and doing other things? No, I'm definitely still doing the EDM with that. It's always been kind of my thing. I I, I like EDM. It it reminds me of classical orchestration. (laughs) It's just more fun. (laughs) Really? In what ways? Well, if you think about it, like most EDM songs that you listen to, there's no formula. I mean, there kind of is if you go into a more pop direction. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to arranging the instruments... It's like I could throw my like an oboe in there and 
and have this part played by a trumpet, but like instead of oboe and trumpet, they're synths. And it's like with the drum arrangements, it's just like it's so different than just your casual rock band, you know? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I've never heard anyone compare um, EDM to classical music, but I'm sure there's a a through line woven throughout. Why did you choose EDM? I don't know. It's just, it, it, it rings something in me. Mm. Um, I mean, I grew up on classical music, like as a figure skater, I was forced to listen to classical music and pick your song for your routine. (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) And, um, um, I was very much into punk music as a kid. So then when I started listening to EDM, it was something that nobody else around me was listening to. It was my thing. It, it's like my brothers were listening to punk and rock and that was their thing. And they very much excluded me sometimes out of their, their tastes. But it's like when I, when I had a friend introduce me to like a Flostradamus song. Um, uh, who, who song? <laughs> Flostradamus. Okay. Okay. Their duo. They're actually, they're pretty popular. Some people might recognize what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it's like I never knew that music could sound like this. Like it was possible. It was it was like um it was like getting the how do I compare this? It's the cherry on top of the ice cream. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. <laughs> That's what it was like for me. So and it's like very much with the punk rock scene. And how people gather at those shows. The EDM culture is very family. Like we're all family. We're all together. We all mm-hmm. going to get together and enjoy this music. And I, I, I really enjoy that. And that's like very much what girl is about. You know, everybody come join me. Everybody's welcomed. Everyone mm-hmm. can be a girl, you know. And um, have you found it easy to create and um, and bond with community out west? What's that scene like for you? The music scene out here? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's it's cool because out here everybody's got their own thing they're doing. You know, and like everyone is has taken a genre of music and made it their own style. Like it's so cool. Um. Like, I have some friends at work that do this, like, kind of, like, emo, soft-toned rock music. And it's just so cool and interesting because it's their thing. You know, like, nobody's yeah. trying to copy each other out here. And, like, and everybody's just super down to just gather at your friend's show, like, at the coffee shop or at this venue nearby. And it's it's a very welcoming community to different tastes. That's cool. That's cool. Um, have you introduced Girl to them yet? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've brought it up to um, everyone at my job. We all send a, an email chain whenever someone has a new project or new music out. We all send it out. So everyone at my job's enjoying it. And um, my girl, Mary, who works for um, I Heart Radio sometimes. And she's she's very much into helping me. I'm actually going to be DJing this like event for this clothing brand called Yandy. Okay. Week. 
I, it's a private event, but it's still really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And is is uh, your DJing EDM, or do you mix in a little bit of everything? A little bit of everything. If I'm just DJing, I'm just going to ask everybody what you want to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's about everyone. It's not about me. You I know? love it. I love it. I love it. Um, tell me about a time recently. You know, I always go super, super, super deep in these uh, in these interviews. Uh, tell me about a time recently where you got stuck in your creativity, because I think that that part of what Love City wants to be is a space of truth, where it's not like just like <laughs> happy all the time. We're happy artists and we're given to the planet. And doesn't it feel wonderful? Like there are moments, you know. That's not real life. Like there are moments when we actually feel like shit. Yeah, no, I definitely have had like after I graduated college and I was trying to launch Miss Miss Beltran, who you interviewed last year. Um, I went through a good period of just like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where am I going with this? It's a cool idea, but what's what's the theme here what's it's just it it creatively like the whole brand miss beltran because it was just so selfish it just completely stumped me and i didn't make music for let's see august september november january for at least like six months Wow, was it you because you felt you felt lost? You felt like like you didn't have direction. You're like, what what's going on here? Yeah, basically. Um, it wasn't until I lost my previous job, um, that I actually had the time to sit down and think, what do I want to do with mm. my art? You know. I think you had probably posted something that like clicked something in my brain. I can't even remember, but mm-hmm. um, it's just like, who am I doing this for? Am I just doing this just for me? Um, cause it's like, like I was saying before, it's like when you get selfish like that, you, you kind of trap yourself when you start doing everything just for yourself. You, you become alone. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of like, you know, what what can I bring into the world? What can I offer everybody? And then then that's how I kind of started coming up with Girl. And I hit up my girl, this girl I know, Servine Singe. We're going to be putting out a song soon, hopefully. It's still being mixed and mastered, but it's going to be really cool. It's a very empowerment-type song. Yes! Um, We wrote it about my... um, previous job and kind of it's kind of it's like a total like fight the power type song okay yes down (laughs) down down with the man yeah down down with the man causing problems for everybody that's not the man um very cool for those of you who are just tuning in i'm having an awesome conversation today with um the uh maggie maggie beltran i don't know why my brain who's doing this project called girl edm uh producer and artist based out west um who just wants to give back in the service of love to the planet which makes her the perfect uh love city artist and we're talking about 
mastering and mixing projects, which sometimes takes a little longer uh, than we want it to. Um, but, you know, uh, how do you feel in the creative process? Is it like a long, drawn-out experience for you? Or does it happen pretty quickly? Does inspiration hit you quickly? Honestly, it depends on the song. But for this song specifically, this song has been taking me about a year and a half now. I made the track. Wow. And I tried it out on a couple of different artists and, and nobody was really sticking to it or committing. Um, I finally got someone to write it to, but they were just like, I love this song, but it's just not my thing. Um, and then I had to find someone else to sing it. And then like, I think it started just really working when I was just like, I'm going to do girl and I'm going to hit up this person and she's going to sing it. And she was just like, I'm down. <laughs> and I was just like, yes, finally. <laughs> I've been listening to some teachings lately that talk about definiteness of purpose. And like the moment that you're like, I'm going to do this and this is the person. And the moment that you become like sure in your energy, like the chessboard of life starts moving things around to like help. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, I've definitely been doing that lately. Like, I lost a job. I got a new job. And I lost a boyfriend. And now I'm just kind of like, okay, <laughs> everything needs to stop going wrong. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're intending something different. Yeah. And it's like, now I'm just kind of like, this is what I want to do. If this stuff happens and goes wrong, cool, whatever. But this, this I know I want to do. And this is like where, and this is how I'm going to think, you know, I was very in a strange negative headspace for a very long time for the mm. past couple months. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stop thinking like that. I'm going to stop thinking everybody hates me. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to help the world and mm -hmm. everyone's going to be cool with that. <laughs> yeah. What, what made it foggy for you? What made it cloudy in there? Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I was just so lost in everything going wrong. You mm -hmm. know, I was trying to take control over this job because I just wanted to do so well in it. And I was trying to take control over everything that I honestly physically and possibly can't control mm. and I've been I've read up a lot about that kind of stuff and I'm just like why am I why what if, what am I doing why why am I kind of trying to control stuff that it's just impossible to control mm -hmm. you know when yeah. I control myself and my decisions that I make 100% like like when you come from that place you are 100% in your power <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of people kind of go around in life kind of blaming, you know, my mommy did this to me and daddy did this to me. And I mean, I'm not trying to downplay anybody's trauma or their lived experience. But I mean, if you go out looking for something to be offended by, you're going to find it. Oh, if, yeah. if you're going to go out, you know, I think that every population has a group of people that that is against them in some way or some part of their life story um, where they've been pushed down and oppressed. And 
made to feel less than. And if you identify with that and that becomes like the, if that becomes your I am statement, mm-hmm. you know, I am defeated. I'm a victim. I'm, I'm constantly bar, um, you know, bothered by life. Um, that those things just become second nature to you. It's like you're, you're, you're rehearsing for shit to fall apart. Right. Yeah, basically. Like, I've been talking to a person who I call, like, my life guide. She's okay. a wonderful human being, and I always go to her to advice and and whenever shit's going down. And recently, we've been talking a lot about learned behavior and at, like, a very young age. And that mm. could be from anyone who had a very big influence on your life as a young kid. And we're taking steps by just taking a look at like what they were doing at the time. And was that okay to do or like, Mm. you know, and, and you'd kind of take the step to realize, am I doing that too? Is that okay? And that's your decision to make. And then as you process that over and over again, and you think about the things that they were doing, it could be your parents, could be your grandparents, could be an uncle that raised you Mm. or a teacher or anybody. And it's like, you think about what they were doing. Was that okay? If not, am I doing that too? And is that okay? Probably not. And you, you regain power over yourself like slowly. And it's, it's, it's such a great feeling. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you have to be paying attention. Like, you have yeah. to literally be kind of auditing what's going on. I mean, I'll say that question one more time so that the audience members who are either viewing right now or later can actually get that. Um, you said, is it, what am I doing? And is it okay? Is that what it was? Yeah. It's, what are they doing? Was that okay to do to you or just do in general? Mm-hmm. Am I doing that? Am I repeating their actions? And is mm-hmm. that okay? Is that healthy for me? Wow. Wow. That's powerful. And I mean, and that's how you break um, what in some traditions they call generational curses or, you know, generational pathological um, illness, <laughs> you know, disease. Um by just questioning what's going on and just saying, I'm not going to continue to do what my grandmother and great, great grandmother and great, great grandmother did. Right. And it's like, we always say everywhere, history repeats itself. History repeats itself. Don't be Hitler. And Trump's going to become Hitler. But I'm just like, Whoa, think about yourself for a second. Are you repeating history? Are you repeating what, are you becoming your parents? And is that a good thing? Are you, you know, I mean, sometimes it can be a wonderful thing. Like my, there are some things that my parents did that were wonderful things and I'm so grateful for them. And, you know, that's just not the case for everyone, you -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know I can go here with you because, you know, and we should all be willing to go here, but that's how you combat Islamophobia and uh, homophobia and racism and bigotry and all of these other isms that are separating people. You have to really ask, like, just because mama and grandma and auntie told me that a certain group of people are this way or these ways um, and to treat them this way because they're this way or that way doesn't mean that that's true yeah 
And so you have to literally say, like, am I okay with this behavior that I'm doing or this thought pattern that I'm having? Um, is that okay? And then what kind of moves I want to make to overcome those things? Yeah, and, and you'd be surprised how much you end up teaching your own parents. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a weird feeling, and, you, and I would do it very gently, but I mean, there are times when my mom was just like, don't be posting that's the that I would make like feminist posts like that were very strong and straightforward like on Facebook when I was a kid or when the whole Black Lives Matter movement was like really in in its full power yeah and, yeah you know, I fully supported that stuff and I was just kind of like look mom they're not being treated right wake up <laughs> <laughs> Alma check your battery come on man like, like... <laughs> Yeah. Like, don't tell me to be quiet. This, yeah. this doesn't need to be said. Because this this is the right thing to do in our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that the bolder that the bolder that we become in our love and the more confrontational, if you will, that we become in our love, um, the the more our voice becomes amplified over the voices of darkness. Mm-hmm. I really do feel that. I really do feel that. What's next with girl? Like how, when do we get the EP? When do we get the. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm taking it slow. I feel okay. like every project that I've ever had, I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and it's going to be great. And everyone's going to listen to me and I'm going to have millions, millions of followers. No, it does not work like that. <laughs> <laughs> it does not work like that. It does not work like that. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know, it's like, I have some really great ideas for girl. I don't want to really get into them right now because I, I kind of want them to kind of. Oh, yeah. Don't don't give us your whole like cookie <laughs> jar on the live. Like save some for the kids. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, you know, you just kind of you plant the seed and you see what flower grows, you know. Yeah. Pick a random seed, put it in your garden, see what grows. It could be some vegetables, could be some fruits, it could be a beautiful flower. Yeah. Thank you for saying that, Maggie, because I think I forget that. I forget that personally. I forget that, like, that what actually comes up could be the beginning of a new adventure. It could be something completely unexpected. It could be, it could be something better than what I thought I planted. Right. Like, even, even with girl, it's like, I just kind of had the idea one day and I mentioned it to my boyfriend at the time. And I was just like, what do you think? And he was just like, that's kind of cool. And I, I like mentioned it to a couple of people. I'm like, do you think this is a cool idea? And they're like, oh yeah, no. And then like, I was just like, no, but girls got to mean something. It's, it's got to say, it's got to be abbreviated for something. And, and then, um, then I like Googled abbreviations or acronyms for girl and i found ghosts in real life and i was like that rings something in me I, yeah. I like that. and yeah, then so- i actually put the thought into it you know it's like it's a mm-hmm. process you know trust the process <laughs> yes yes well i thank you for trusting your own process and coming on this evening fresh out of work um <laughs> to trust our process um, it's always wonderful sharing with you because I can tell that you're coming from a place of honesty and truth and you're, and you're not waiting to completely fully figure your shit out before actually putting good into the world. You're allowing there to be a space where you can actually 
figure things out while also helping people. Mm-hmm. And th- that's a good place to be in. Yeah, because you know what? The world is going to change in the next few months, and there's going to be something else to worry about. You know? Mm-hmm. Last year around this time, it's like the biggest thing was Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Now it's the abortion ban. Right, right. What's going to be next? What What can I kind of form girl into and i feel like girl it's just so universal i can just fight for anyone absolutely yeah yeah i mean black people feel invisible um daily in this country women feel invisible daily in this country and i feel like your your music is going to bring about a healing um that an empowerment for the ghosts to actually feel seen perhaps many of them for the first time oh yeah um got that so well (laughs) i mean yeah and when and when you have a liberated person watch out world when a person gets fully seen in the totality of who they are i recently um had a really really deep conversation with my mother and she i could hear now i'm in my mid-30s i could hear that she heard me exactly what i said for the first time and wow. just being seen, because I got her on FaceTime now, even though she's pushing back a, a little bit at me, um, and she would come for me if she thought if she knew that I was talking about her on the internet. <laughs> but, um, you know, she I got her on FaceTime, or on FaceTime, and just to be seen and heard changed the last two weeks of my life because I was a ghost in real life. Um, but then all of a sudden I was seen and heard for the first time related to those subjects. And it, it just, it's, it's revolutionary on a heart level for people. Oh yeah. I mean, even for me, when I even came up with the idea, I was just like, people are going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like I can be heard this way. Cause I'm yeah. so, like, it's like I was finally speaking my truth through my art. You know, I wasn't trying to be anybody. Because mm. mm. yeah. you are, because you're enough. Exactly. You are enough. There are so many people that I've had in my life that have made me feel so worthless, like mm. I was less than them. You know, mm. it's like you would never want that to happen to somebody, but it happens so often. It's crazy, mm-hmm. and it's like. I can't, some of these people I called family. I mean, they weren't like my blood family. They were just some friends that I knew very well, but like I called them my family. And there were times that I went to them like when I really, really needed them. And they just looked at me and said, Oh, we have no space for you. And so and so doesn't really want you around. It's like, You're going to do that? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You know, to me? I, I thought I was so special to you, but no, I, this whole time I was giving them my all and they were handing me their crumbs. Well, up until now, up until, yeah, <laughs> up, up until now, um, ghosts in real life is the name of the project and, uh, the work, um, Maggie Beltran, we are so grateful to have you on, uh, this Wednesday's live. I always end with the same three questions. They're the same questions from last year. So I want to throw them at you. 
again, um, fill in these blanks. Love is. Love is fulfilling. Joy is. Joy is peace. Freedom is. Freedom is feeling the wind on your face. Mm. Are you are you are you are you like driving down the street when you feel it? Are you walking when you feel it? There's wind everywhere, and when you <laughs> the wind, you're free. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Well, thank you for sharing your artistic freedom with us tonight. Anytime. It's always very cool. Um, I've got a couple of announcements that I always do. They're usually the same ones. Um, you know, I want to invite everyone. If you liked our conversation tonight with Maggie and you love hearing from artists that are putting positivity out into the world and just really, really want to like circle up and just kind of amplify the voices of light and love and positivity and creativity, then you definitely want to check out, you know, the podcast and all of our free self-care tools and offerings over in lovecityarts.org. I want to encourage people to click through the site. If there's something that you don't see that you want to see from an artist of community uh, of creatives, um, send us an email and let us know. We'll try to create that space. And if there's something that you see that, that can really help you and uplift you in your days, weeks, and months ahead, please, by all means, um, take it. Um, there is a live chat feature and also a live 24-7 hotline that's available for artists. So if you're spazzing out, stuck on a lyric, had a tough week with auditions, and you want to talk to someone or chat someone up, um, people are always standing by, um, you know, at least until the middle of the night, you know, I'm up to like 4 a.m. anyway. So like, you know, <laughs> we're always standing by making sure that artists have a safe place to land. And if we don't get in touch with you or touch back immediately, we always respond. The team does within the next 24 hours just to make sure that that, that creatives are feeling supported. Um, and for those of you who would like to know about the future programming of Love City Arts, um, like what we shared today with Maggie, log on and click subscribe on our newsletter because that's when we announce the artists that are coming up and also our future programming both online and in person. Uh, I want to say a big thank you as always to the donors who make all of this possible. Um, no man is an island. I'm not running this by myself. There's an awesome board of directors and also a um, advisory board that supports us and keeps us on track with our vision to engage, equip, and empower artists. So I want to thank all of them. Kim, I believe, is in the space. So um, thank you, Kim, um, for listening to me and my shenanigans all day, every day as I try to build this. <laughs> Um, and uh, lastly, if you like the work of Love City Arts, please spread the word. We rely on all of you to get the word out about what we're doing. And we're not peddling, as you can see for the last 40 minutes or so, we're not peddling anything but love, acceptance, and community. And I think that's something that we all can get behind. So um, please tell people, let your friends, family, and fellow artists know about the work. What's the good word you're going to leave the people with, Maggie? Always be yourself, even when it hurts inside.
even when it's like painful and the hardest thing to do, be yourself. Be yourself. Because being yourself will heal that pain you're feeling. Mm. 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 I can tell that's working for you. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Spread the word, man. <laughs> thank, thank you for sharing it with us tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. This was fun. This oh, was right. really awesome. We always have a blast. We always just stir <laughs> each other with the big, me with the large, medium, and small spoon. Thank you. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I want to invite you to like, share, comment, and tweet about this episode. Your comments help me to make this podcast the best that it can be and continue to share the love. Don't forget to pass this episode on to someone that you may know that might need an extra pick-me-up as well. Also, feel free to visit lovecityarts.org. We've got more episodes, monthly giveaways, upcoming in-person events, uplifting blogs, and a book club on the way. Love City exists to uplift artists, the ones that love them, and the inner creative genius in us all. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned for another uplifting episode from the Love City Arts Podcast.